Okay, good morning. Today's class is the Unishmat Yechmiel Diana Ben Gedalia, also the Unishmat Leah Bat Shoshana, and Bahia Bat Shmuel. Um, thir- Thursday morning, from Thursday to Tuesday morning, we're going to be sitting Shiva at my house. Again, everybody's more than welcome to come. We're going to be posting the address and everything, the hours. But again, everybody's more than welcome to come. I'm happy to meet people who I've never met before. And please, my house is definitely an open house. So please come. Don't feel, don't feel embarrassed. You'll, you'll meet other people there. And then again, that is next thir- this Thursday, from Thursday to Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, it's over. Um, because I have a short one because of the holiday. So again, Thursday to Tuesday next week. That's, and we'll post the address and everything on the class, on the WhatsApp groups, etc. All right, today's class is going to be a phenomenal class on Hoshana Rabbah. This is one of the ways that I get to deal with things in life is, is to transform it into classes. So this is my form of therapy. Everybody has a different form of therapy. My form of therapy is, is obviously finding the meaning in things in life and, and getting, you know, getting, let the, let, letting the Torah console you. And, I've, and I ask myself very quick, I, I've been to very minor stressful situations where my head was so blocked and I was so confused that I couldn't even figure it out. And the answer was in my face. And I've been through very, 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 very dark situations. And I was calm in those situations. So you could see, again, I want to constantly reiterate that the strength and clarity is not from you. It's your creator gives it to you. And this is something that we have to always focus on. We, we, when we focus on our Creator opening up our hearts and letting our Creator console us, then, then we get consoled. But if we're trying to do it ourselves, and we're trying to figure out, it, it doesn't happen. So it's, it's very, very important that deliverance is always there. It is just concealed. And he's, God's waiting for us to cry out to Him and to get it from us. So obviously today, Hoshana Rabbah is the last day of the judgment. This is, I'm going to give you a, 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 I mean, for me, I thought this was a tremendous concept um, that Rav Natan in Likute Halachas speaks about the laws of Hashanah Rabbas and how it's connected to, you're never going to think about this angle of it. You're always going to think about another angle of it. But you, I never heard of Hashanah Rabbah in this angle. So he begins, obviously, every single Torah that he has, Likute Halachas is. First he picks a Likute Maharan, then he picks the laws of a holiday, and then he brings it all together and basically what, the, the, the greatness of Rab Nachman and, and Rab Nathan's teachings, obviously Rab Nathan more that he brought it out, is he, he's giving us basically life force. He gives us life force to, to, the, to every mitzvah we do. We can do a simple mitzvah and it develops a 3D life force to it. it you, you have energy behind it. And this is what we're all looking for. Um, you know, Connecting to spiritually without, without feeling is because you don't see the depthness behind it. You don't see the depthness behind things. And when we combine this, this unbelievable teachings to obviously modern psychology, then you got the greatest of everything. You don't need the self-help books because you have now the modern psychology. Now it gets revealed to you in, in the teachings itself. What else do you need? And this is a very, very consoling thing that we can always go to the sages. We can always go to, to get the right advice. And that right advice will ultimately heal. And this is what the whole class is about, which is unbelievable. So he begins the class saying, the sound of the shofar. He begins that lesson in the second half of Lakuta Moran. Rabbi Nachman 
was more into the healing and into the connection because after he got back from Israel, most of the classes, the first seven were on healing. And at that time, he lost, he had tuberculosis. Again, Rabbi Nachman died very, very young. He died at 38 years old. But he died because he had nothing else to do in this world. He accomplished his mission and that was over. And he, and he, and he said very clearly, I only came here for you guys. I've already done what I've done. I've only come here for you, to give you a path, to give you a road. And Rav Nachman considered death like going from the living room to the bedroom. It was nothing more than a change of location. Because he was so disconnected from the world that it was, not a, it was not what we think of it today. It was not what we think of it today, obviously. We're not, nobody's at that level, obviously. But I'm just trying to explain to you that he could, his, his idea of death was you go from one room to another room. That's the exact words he uses. I've always I've read that. I've read that from maybe fifteen years ago, and I was like, "Wow!" I, I never, th- you know, to, to, to think of that because we're so afraid of it. We're so attached to this world. We're we're permanently attached to this world. I think that's where the problem is. We're too attached to this world. We're too attached to the mundane and the and and and, and we focus on every little thing that bothers us. We're too attached. We're attached. We're too, we're too physical, not enough spiritual. This is what we. This is the. The ultimate so Rav Nachman says the main thing in this Torah in Lesson 5, the main thing is faith. Every person has to search within himself and strengthen himself in faith. You have to search for the faith and you have to strengthen it yourself. Because there are people that are suffering from a terrible affliction, God forbid. And the only reason they are ill because of the collapse in faith. I think he's talking about here emotionally ill. But the only reason that they're ill is because of a fall in faith. It's a very, very blanket statement. Very strong statement that the cause of illness is lack of faith. Now, acceptance, surrender, all of these is, is, is a form of how we cope with it. God will, and he takes it from the Pasuk, says, God will send you wonder, wondrous plagues, great and faithful plagues, great and faithful sicknesses. So he takes the word faith in both of those. That the plague and the healing comes from the faith. The lack of healing, the lack of faith causes the problem, and the, ultimately the fixing of the problem is faith. These plagues are called, and sicknesses are called faithful because they come on account of lack of faith. The collapse of faith is what causes these faith, that when a person has no faith, God forbid, the medicine's not going to work. This is why antidepressants for 20 years don't work on people, because the problem is not the medical and the chemical, it's, 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 you lost your faith. You got stuck in something. God forbid, again, I'm not, I'm not being here super, I'm just trying to give you a blanket statement how, what Rabbi Nachman's telling us. But, Rabbi Nachman says, neither medicine, prayer, or schotavot, the central merit, will help you if there's no faith. Because all of these things need the element of faith to work. Very important concept. And he says, why doesn't medicine work? In the next two gra- paragraphs, from Nachman gives two reasons why medicine will not work if there's no faith. For one thing, faith, our faith in prayers, has, their preconditions on rainfall, and rainfall depends on faith. So the plants don't grow unless they have the power from above. I always say they're solar-powered. <laughs> Everything has to be solar-powered. It has to come from above. There's no water, there's no plants. Plants don't grow. The medicine doesn't develop properly. 
Secondly, the, the medicinal power of the plants are dependent upon the seasons. They mature at a certain time and space. And we know God is beyond time and space. And Rabbi Nachman says, the third reason is because if there's no faith, there's an imbalance in the elements. Remember, ultimate healing is to bring harmony to the elements. I had to go get some acupuncture done because all this grieving affected my lungs. I thought it was COVID, but it was really my lungs. It was just a lot of grieving the past year over this. And I didn't recognize how much my lungs. And one of the, the emotion of, of, uh, of the lungs is grieving. Every single, every single emotion every single emotion has a particular uh, uh, organ connected to it. So we know the kidneys is fear. We know the lungs is, is, is uh, sadness, love. We know the lungs is grieving. Grieving. And we know the um, uh, liver's anger. So every single one of her emotions. So I went to a very good acupuncturist and she was able to, to do like a grieving on, on specific the lung meridian and that really, really helped me calm down. But you can see after something happens, you get the grieving, you still get that, you can breathe. Now, obviously that was something that was going through and thank God I was able to get healed. So the medicine doesn't work, prayer doesn't work, unless prayer has faith. If prayer does not have faith, prayer does not work because it says prayer is a matter of faith. And how do we know this? Moshe Rabbeinu, his hands were faithful when he, opened, when he lifted up his hands. That means he had faith. But when he put his hands down, he was still praying, and it didn't work, and he lost the battle. So the concept of prayer does not mean you should pray, you have faith, it's going to, you're out of your person's answer. Prayer has to have the element of faith, and we know this from the, from the story of, of from Moshe Rabbeinu. Cries and groans do not help also. He's going to talk about a different kind of cry. But cries and groans, complaining or cries and groans without... Advice without that doesn't work either. This is because we'll see that the voice, when I cry out, the cry is made of three things fire, water, and air. But there's no earth. Earth is the element of faith, and earth is the ultimate, or earth is the vessel that balances everything. You have four elements, and then you have healing. You have to have the earth element, which is earth. Earth is the vessel to be able to create that vessel. So even though a person cries out, he won't be helped if he doesn't have faith. And it's, God puts us through a tremendous, tremendous challenge in our lives. But he wants, us, he wants us to succeed. He wants us to succeed. In the following section, Rabbi Nachman adds that faith is the earth element. And that what's, what, that's what brings harmony to the groups, to the four elements. And because of the very fact itself, the earth element is a vessel that medicine cannot help for basically a person is healed by bringing harmony to the elements. Again, this is a very acupuncture thing. When they go, they ask you, what's going on? Where is the imbalance? Check your tongue. Check your pulse. Where is the imbalance? Is there too much fire? Is there too much cold in the body? There's too much air. So they're able to balance, create harmony. And harmony creates healing. Yin yang. Too much cold, need heat. Too much heat, need cold. It's all about harmony, yin-yang. That's all about harmony. The same thing. Healing is about the body being in harmony. When there's a, too much of one area, or too much disturbance in one area, this is what causes that. So what's the solution, Rabbi Nachman says? 
waters of counsel. So what, is, what does it mean, waters of counsel? Having diagnosed the essential problem which, for which collapse of faith, Rabbi Nachman now begins to, to, uh, this explanation of a remedy, which is to build and restore it. The key is to discover the waters of counsel that nurture faith, and we get this from the proper advice. When, we, when we're learning and right now, we're getting the right advice. The advice. That means I can have crying out, praying, giving schut avot, but I have no strategy. I have no strategy. I have no dot. I have no strategy for, for anything. How is that going to help me? It's, it's, it's always like, God, please, fix the broken toy you, you, you broke for me. Or give me this... Me- when, I, when I'm not looking, this is exactly what's going on with COVID. We're not looking for the spiritual advice, the message behind all this. We keep on going through symptoms, symptoms, the vaccines. We're not understanding the big message in, in this whole situation. The spiritual awakening is not happening. It's not happening in COVID. It's not. It's not. That's the message. And this is exactly what Ramach is telling us. You have to look for the waters of counsel. The waters of counsel, he's saying here. And the key and the remedy is to build the, counsel, the waters of counsel. And the waters of counsel are the ones that nurture faith. So waters of counsel practically means the advice, like saying thank you for your problems. That's the waters of counsel. That's, that's the advice. That's why we scream out. Give us good advice. Because the advice itself, you're going to see how you're going to get it. But to get advice, we're thinking, oh, I just need to be smart and figure it out. No, the cry for the advice. The crying out for the advice. I'm lost in this world, God. I need the I need the right advice. The remedy is to dig down until you find the waters which nurture faith. These are the waters of counsel, the spiritual pathways that enable us to deepen our faith. As it says in the Pasuk, I will acknowledge your name and you have done great wonders. Counsels from afar, nurturing faith is from Isaiah. And true counsel springs from the depths of a person's heart because the crisis of faith is so great that we don't recognize we're supposed to be walking around when you lose your faith. You can't just say, ah, I'm having a bad day. I lost my faith. You're supposed to cry out. Like, like, you're, like there's, what do you mean you lost your faith? It's not, it's not simple to say, I lost my faith. You can't just say that. You have to literally, the message of Rabbi Nachman is, you have to cry out from your heart, like, oh my God, I lost myself. When you lose your faith, you can't say that's a minor thing. You have to look at that as a major thing. And this is what Rabbi Nachman says. People say faith is a minor thing. But I say faith is the, is, the, is the most important thing. That means when a person loses his faith in something, and that's blaming somebody, putting, accusing that person for being in a problem yourself, whatever area where you want, we're not seeing the situation properly, where, oh my God, I lost my faith. That is the scream of the heart that he's telling you. Because imagine if you walked around with no faith. You understand? God wants you to fix this problem so bad because if you f- get this right, your whole life is completely different. But if you don't get this right, the rest of our lives, we're pointing fingers at other people, we're praying, we're not getting any results because we're not going to the right strategy. The right strategy is, you know, why do the football teams, Lahabdo, they pay the coaches $10 million, $15 million. He's just a coach. He's just a coach. You know why? Because it's fourth and one, when on the fourth down, you need the right play. <laughs> and if you don't have the right play, 
On fourth and one, you lose the game. Why in the world are coaches being paid so much? Because if you don't have the Yitzhak Tavol Mifanech, if you don't have the right advice, you lose the game. You could lose the game of life. If you don't have the right, you don't have the right advice, you could lose marriage. Everything you could lose. The whole thing in the world is the tikkun for advice. We have to scream out for the right advice. But how is it? You have to scream out. And this is what the, the Pasuk says, Psalm 130, which we say in Rosh Hashanah. From the depths I call out to you. From the depths of my heart. And from the depths of the heart come the guidance. The answer, you know why the problem today is we're so, nobody wants to deal with, be alone. Do you understand? The answer to all of our problems is when we're alone and we get in touch with ourselves and we do deep work like his bodhidut. You're going to get the answers. But everybody cannot stand to be alone. So they can't do deep work and they can't get the advice. Because the advice requires you to do deep work because the advice is in your own heart. And you have to be in solitude. And you have to be quarantined. You have to be by yourself. You have to get to know yourself. To know what's, what, what's wrong, what, what, what makes you tick, what doesn't make you tick. That is how you develop that. And from the depths of the heart come the guidance. Like deep waters, so is the counsel of the heart of a man. When he shouts and screams, no longer help because his faith has collapsed. What are you screaming for? What are you shouting for? Help me with what? If I help you now, it's almost like giving a guy who's got a, ba- a business plan. His business plan is, is, you know, it's losing money. And he's asking you, I need more money for my business. How could you help him? The pro- Even if he's screaming out to you, I need help. Don't you say, I need help? I, I can't, you're gonna give, I'm going to enable you to, to lose more. So it's not enough to scream without... What are you screaming for? you got to scream to get better. you got to scream for the right advice. You can't just scream to fix the problem. That's not what we're here to do. We're, we're here screaming, fix the problem, fix this, fix this. No, it's not the, that's the answer. Because you have the same mindset in the situation. You're just screaming out. What's the difference? And through the true guidance and counsel that are revealed in the world, each person knows in his own heart what to do. God will reveal to him. And once you're able to do that, then you can nurture faith because you, you did deep introspection on yourself. You cried out from your heart, but not out of a victim, God forbid, out of mindset, but out of lacking advice. God give me advice. That water, so now you see where he takes the concept of water. In Sukkot, we're judged on water. And water, sages sometimes compare water to Torah. But how do we connect this now to Hoshana Rabbah? What are we doing in Hoshana? Hoshana means save me. We're really asking the whole holiday for this advice. And we're fixing the whole... Nothing says in Lakuta Tzvilos, Lakuta Halachas, that you're fixing the whole thing on Yom Kippur. What was the problem with, with, the, with the serpent? Wrong advice. Why? Because Adam, Adam veered. They, they, they added to the commandment do not touch it. God never said do not touch it. He just said do not eat from it. So we screwed up the advice already. We took the advice and what happens because we added to the commandment. Now all of a sudden we're listening to the snake. We listen to the snake and that's what this whole tikkun is. So Hoshana Rabbah is a continuation of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah started it. Hoshana Rabbah ends it. 
Look what he says. The reason why we take the, the willow branches on Hoshana Rava is because at the time of the final sealing of judgment, which began in Rosh Hashanah through the conclusion and ends at, at the end of the beginning of, of the Zohar says Hoshana Rava corresponds to Isaac return, dig the wells. We know that, that Isaac returned to dig the wells on Hoshana Rava. What does it mean digging the wells? Digging the wells in your own heart. What he's referring to digging the wells, I have to go dig deep into my own heart and first remember, ask for better advice, not ask for help me with no knowledge or with nothing. You understand? For Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the judgment, while the day of judgment is rough to complete it. Hence, the beginning, what Hoshana Rabbah does is reactivates Rosh Hashanah, it's all one holiday. There's a single seal in the, in the second hill. It's, it's the whole one period. But the final judgment is on Hoshana Rabbah. And Rabbi Nachman explains here that on Rosh Hashanah, what do we first start? We start with our faith, crowning the king. Your faith among the congregation, manifestation of faith. And what are we asking for? And through faith comes this strategy. Because remember, once I have to first activate faith, then I get the strategy. The cry out... Then I get the strategy. As it says in the, in, the, in the psalm, from the depths I call out to you. A psalm which we begin reciting on Rosh Hashanah, through which faith is manifested. This corresponds to the creation of the world that happened in Rosh Hashanah, because there was darkness, and then, light, then the strategy came in. So usually we have to go through a breakdown, the story of our lives. We break down, we cry out for a better strategy, and then we break through with the new mindset. This is pretty much what's happening in your lives. Breakdown, the breakdown is necessary to keep you always humble and to make you go deep down. Because without a breakdown, you don't have the right strategy to break through. But what happens when you break down in life, depending how we scream out? This is why I keep on expressing. When you break down in life, it's a time to surrender and ask for the right advice. It's not the time to fight against God. All this takes place on Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning, but now in Hoshana Rabbah, which is the time for the final sealing, sealing of the judgment, we once again arounds this beginning of strategy. Strategy and advice is the same advice that Rabbi Nachman is talking about. And he takes a pasuk, says, there's a thing that says, that the kidneys advise us. Because the kidneys corresponds to Netzach and Hod. Kabbalistically, Netzach and Hod represent your two feet. Your feet lead you. That's, your, that's Kabbalistically. And the Sukkah itself is Netzach Hod Yesod. The, the, Kabbalistically, this is what, it's like God's giving us a hug. This is the, the, the aura of the, of the energy, which corresponds to the to willow branches. Strategy in a person's heart is deep waters. This is why the branches are called Hoshanot. Hoshana, save us. So it's quite appropriate to call out by saying, Hoshana, cry out from the heart, from my depths of the heart, and from the depths of the heart, you will save me with the right advice. With the right advice. Remember, he's referring to Isaac, Isaac digging down deep in the wells. The wells is the advice. You almost, God almost tells you, listen, you have tremendous potential. But you have to dig deep to get that potential. And this is why I put you through so much pain, because if you didn't go through so much pain in your life, you would never go to places that you, you would never go to. 
This is the reason why a mother can somehow pick up a car when she sees her baby is getting run over. Where is the strength that a mother can pick up a car? There's, because God, when you go deep, 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 you get this, you get this unbelievable strategy from God. This is why you see people coming out with inventions and people coming out with craziest things in, in, in the worst moments of their lives because of this concept. They cried out for the right advice. Cried out for the right advice and they went deep inside of them recognizing that the answer to our lives is not outside. The answer to our lives is inside. And this is what we're saying, Hoshana. Hoshana, establish us with a good strategy. Save us quickly because the ultimate salvation comes from a strategy, comes from the right advice, comes from the right teachings. Baruch Hashem, I have, this, I have the advice of Reb Nachman, I have the, the teachings of Reb Nachman. That's my strategy, that's my advice. Instead, I can be consoled by that advice. I don't have advice? Where, 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 where do you go? Where do you go? This is why we have to call out on many times on Hashanah Rabbah. Save us, save us, save us. For this time, the ultimate rectification is to get the right strategy and to get the right dot, to get the right mindset. When we're talking about Eitzah, we're referring to advice. Because remember, think about it. We, tell, we speak each other. Many times you, have to, you, you go to a therapist to get advice. How much of our lives is dependent upon the right advice? You get the wrong advice from somebody, from a financial planner, you could lose all your money. You get the wrong advice from the wrong person. God forbid, this is why the Pasuk says, a person who's trusted in God is surrounded by mercy, but a person who's trusted in a man is cursed, God forbid. Because the getting the wrong advice in life is crucial. You get the wrong marriage advice. I know many people, God forbid, they got, wrong, they got the marriage advice from people that didn't want the best for them, they ended up divorced. Getting the right advice. You get advice from people, it's like sleeping with them. Eitzah tova, you're getting, you're getting their seed. This is why Adam knew Hava. It's a major thing, getting the right advice. This is why we have to be very careful. God forbid, your person goes to college, he learns the wrong thing, he develops heretical ideas, philosophy, his mind is completely lost. Doesn't know where to turn to where, when things go bad in life. Getting Because we get, we get, unfortunately, we're getting a lot of this advice from secular sources that are not directly from the tzaddikim and in the right places. So this advice turns us and makes us crooked and makes us distance from our Creator. And this is where the cry has to be from the heart. Because remember, what my heart became crooked. I have to go fix it from the heart. And this is why in Hoshana Rabbah we pray for water. The Zohar says, on the day Isaac returned, the dogs, the, the, the dug back the wells. In, why? Because it was the days of his father had to be filled with the Philistines. We know that uh, we knew that every single time there was digging, there was conflict, and the times they were digging wells, and he had to go back, and they were revealed again. But digging the wells is, is referring to never thought of that angle. It's digging deep into your own heart, digging the right advice. And this is, says, and this corresponds to making a rectification for the serpent that pushed Eve out of the garden because she initially wanted to go beyond the letter of law, adding to God's commandment, the wrong advice. Chava had the wrong advice. She listened to the serpent. And that's the ultimate tikkun we have to fix today. It's listening to the wrong advice from the wrong people, God forbid. There's great rabbis and there's rabbis that give, will give you the wrong advice. 
And that advice is crucial. Those rabbis will give you the advice on how much you pay them. They'll give you whatever you want to hear. You know, there's a story in the Gemara that a guy had a dream interpreter. And if he paid for the and if he paid for the interpretation, he got a good interpretation. If he didn't, he got the wrong. You have to be very careful. This is why you have to search for the truth. And if it doesn't feel right, that means it's not for you. Just you're not a box. And you're not a person that's gonna fit in every box. Some areas you get you don't feel that the advice is right, it doesn't feel to your soul. Go somewhere else to get the advice. You have to search for the advice. Because what happens is, like Ramnachan says, when you lose your faith, what are you going to do? Give me my faith? With, but, but you can't develop your faith without the proper etzah, without the proper advice. This is exactly the scream. The scream is a strategy. is to get the right strategy. An account of their blemish, the serpent hishiani, which comes from the root word meaning strategies. Also, do you understand? It can go one way or another. And this is exactly what we're doing here on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shemini Atzeret, which we're involved in rectifying Adam's sin. The whole thing is really to rectify the sin of Adam. This is why at the last, before we get the, the closest to God, we have to scream out for the right advice. We're about to go into this whole year. The holidays are over soon. Now you need the right advice. You're going into, uh, you're going into a new world. Imagine going into a place without having the right business plan, the right strategy in your life. You, you don't have the right strategy. Again, the right, stra- the right it's advice, and I think this is nothing, something that we don't even pray for. We barely pray to have God give me the right strategy. Let me find the right strategy in my heart. I don't think this is something we even attempt to. But remember, you, can't, you won't invoke the salvation until you first invoke the, the, the cry out of the Hoshana. The Hoshana, save me, is what invokes... The getting the right advice. How many people I've had? Thousands of them. That I could tell you, you know what? I was in a very bad spot. I cried out to God and then somebody sent me your classes. Do you know how many times I hear that comment? Do you know how many times I hear that? Very few people come to me and say, I'm having a great day. I want to listen to your classes. I don't, I don't remember that person. Every single story. How'd you get to my classes? I was going through a terrible time. I cried out to God and somebody sent me your classes. You understand? This is exa- I, I, every single case is the same thing. Same thing with me when I was going to I cried out to God. I was in bitter pain. And then I found the book Advice. Advice is exactly what I need the rest of my life. How did I get the book Advice? It was from crying out. Crying out out of, get me out of this. And then the book Advice came. That means the, the, the advice is, it's funny, the book had to be called Advice. It's exactly what we're talking about. We, we just take anybody's advice for nothing. You have to take the right advice from people. First, many, many few people will give you the, advice, the right advice anyway because maybe they have hidden intentions. If I give you the right advice, you're not going to give me money. If I don't give it... The, the right advice today is like finding. It's not going to come to you out of a YouTube video. You have to, first, you have to cry out. You have to dig deep. You have to scream out, Hoshana, Hoshana, Hoshana. This is tonight. And then God gives you the right so he'll find you, he'll connect you to the right place, etc. And this is what Rosh Hashanah is, the Rosh, which is the head of corresponding to the mind of the wisdom. And this is why we cry loudly on Rosh Hashanah and blow the shofar in order to dig on Rosh Hashanah. You're digging. Remember, what are we, what are we doing on Rosh Hashanah? We're fixing the crooked heart. We're, we're preparing the digging already on the holiday 
dig, 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 so it's clear, then you can cry, then you can develop the right advice, and you can get the inspiration of the, of the holidays and build that momentum so we're going into the whole year already with a new mindset. This is why we cry loudly on Rosh Hashanah and blow the shofar, in order to dig and extract and reveal the pure waters, in order to purify ourselves of all these defile, defilements, since the waters are revealed through the sound, as it says in the David, we know there's a psalm, uh, the, seven, the seven voices of David. We always say that all the time, because we're referring to this. And for all salvations come through Netzach and Hod, which corresponds to strategies, and the ultimate salvation will come to us, as it says, in, in my salvation, not with me, it is re- reinforced, banished from me. And this is what the ultimate strategy of salvation will come to us once we dig down to the hearts, once we cry out, and then we're connected to the... To, usually you're going to see your strategy, you'll, you'll be connected, I'm connected to Rabbi Nachman's teachings. That's where I'm getting my strategy from. I have a situation in my life, I cry out, ask for advice, and boom, the advice comes. The advice comes. What do you need to do now? But we don't have that advice. That's the decision fatigue we have today. What should we do? What should we think? What should we do? We have no advice. But when you have advice and you have strategy, you have clarity, you have everything. You have absolutely everything. But this holiday, think. don't just think about smacking the Hoshana, Hoshana. Save me. Pretend. Think about this in your head when you're thinking, when you're saying these things. Save me, save me. Save me from what? Save me from what? Save me from my husband? Save me from my wife? No, save me from the wrong advice. Open up my heart. Let me dig deep. And especially, if Rabbi Nachman already told you, the solution to, 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 is to sit there and be by yourself, cry out from the heart, and have this Hoshana concept where you cry out, then you know exactly what to do in your own life. This is the importance of doing meditation is bodhidut every single day. Or once in, because your strategies that you need are going to be developed through the cry out first. You understand? First we have to, remember, we have to humble the heart. Then we get the advice from God. This is what we're talking about constantly with surrender. Don't go and try to go to a marriage therapist without first spending time by yourself, crying out to the, from your heart. Then you have a shot of fixing that marriage situation. Do you understand? Going to, we, we, we go up, we show up to therapists, we show up to situations, we show up to places without doing the, preparatory, the preparation before of being able to please God, give me what's best for me, crying out for, we're not prepared to receive the salvation. You understand? We just show up and thinking, that guy's going to solve me, that doctor's going to save me, this situation. You know, you have to first prepare yourself through the hoshan, through crying out to be saved first. This is an unbelievable advice. I never thought of Hashanah Rabbah like that. I was always thinking, Hashanah, okay, final day of judgment, we have to do as much as we can. But when you're, when you're referring to here, whether the miracle is, is digging down deep into our hearts. When you have the right advice, then everything is clarity in your life. Everything's clarity. But when we don't have the advice, the wrong advice, we're lost in life. Not only do we, not only do we are lost in life, worse. Our ego blocks our perspective. And then we can't get the right advice anyway. See the problem? When we're not in the right mindset and we don't have this cry out, what's happening? What happens when you don't, have, when you don't cry out? Then our hearts become completely bitter. We have bitterness towards our Creator. And not only will we not cry out, but when people will give us advice, we won't listen to that. We won't listen to the advice because of the Kotzer So you can see such an unbelievable, you can go one way or you can go the other way. 
So remember, everybody, who, we all have something in our lives, we're all going through, whatever you're going through, whatever you're in your life, first prepare yourself for the salvation, the preparation for salvation is by you, by yourself, creating that pathway, removing that, the, the, the rock of the heart every day, getting the right advice, building the mindset, and knowing exactly what to do. Bishrat Hashem, Hashem, help us all that we should have a good seal. We should only hear Bissarat Tavot and Daniel's Hashem, we should have an Aliyah. And everything, everything, God willing, should be good for us, and we should have no more tragedies and everything. Have a good day.